strangers welcome to another episode of the strange sessions i am kurt i'm krista and we are your goose and maverick your top guns on the highway to the stranger zone can i be maverick you can be maverick because goose dies you know that's all right <laughs> okay i'm okay with that <laughs> nice <laughs> uh, i like it tonight's episode is going to be about mothman yeah it is our fifth episode sure that's five fifth, yeah yes our fifth episode. Our oodles of fans can correct us if we're wrong. We have literally dozen fans. Dozen. So yep, literally dozen. That's, that's, we're okay maybe, with that. Maybe half dozen. We're okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're okay with that. Uh, yeah. You gotta start somewhere. Yeah. And I think we're off to a pretty good start. I think so too. So do we have any housekeeping? Shout out. We do outs? have a little bit of housekeeping. Okay. Um Sarah McFarlane, she's our Canadian fan, like okay. our, our one Canadian she is fan. Our, you're our Sweet. one. You are our. our she's our diplomat. She's the representing Canadian people. the you Canadians. Represent, you represent us, the Canadians. Okay. So that's a big job. It's yeah. a big task, but she's up for it. Okay. She uh, told me that when we were talking about Elisa Lamb and about her skin coming off, that I called it gloving, but it is actually degloving. Degloving. Okay. Yes, I was close. Thank you for the correction. Yes. So thank you for that, Sarah. Yeah, and you were she, close. That was close. I was pretty close. She also told me that haggis is actually really good. Oh, the, the... The thing that's like in the stomach. Yeah. Yeah. She said it tastes like meatloaf. It's one of her favorite foods. I like meatloaf. Yeah. You know, I love my pizza. I, I love mean, my chicken yeah. tikka masala, but, you know, give me a bottle of ketchup and of a meat. big brick of meatloaf <laughs> and I'll go to town on that. So I would actually try haggis. If she likes it, I trust her. If, if you put it in front of me and didn't tell me what it was, I'd probably try it. Yeah. If you explained it first, I might be a little... I don't know. I'd still try it. I've eaten weirder stuff. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, For uh, example. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's, the, that's the, that was the drinking something. That's another weird. episode. Oh, yeah. Ooh, we talked okay. about, I talked about that with a couple of people. I'll bring that up at some future point. Yeah. So thank you for that, Sarah. And Sophie Bloomquist, she's one of our listeners. She wanted me to do a podcast with her originally. Longtime friend of Kurt's. A very long time friend. <laughs> And she thought possibly that what Elisa Lam was doing with their hands in that video was sign language, Oh. which I never, she t she brought this up to me in the past, I but never I kind of forgot about that. that, but it actually is kind of possible. So she said she was just hoping that like there would be some, if somebody would have an idea if she was into yeah. doing ASL. Or if somebody knows sign language, would they recognize yeah. any of that? Yeah, yeah. So she mm. brought that up, which I thought was a really valid point. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. So Good that's critical much thinking, our, Sophie. Our housekeeping. our housekeeping. Yes. Are we ready for the shout out? Yes, I want to give a shout out to my longtime good friend Jim Olick. He is one of my best friends. He messaged me last week and he said he doesn't really believe in any of the stuff we talk about <laughs> but he loves listening to us because oh, we make it good. interesting well fun so thanks jim you'll change your tune you get a visit by the men in black or black-eyed kids or mothman you'll be singing a different tune about exactly. not believing he'll be it. sitting in this chair over here exactly. shaking and <laughs> shaking telling and his story shaking and crying like a schoolgirl that <laughs> skinned her knee <laughs> um and who who requested this episode today this episode uh, mothman was suggested by both Brittany Zahn, BDZ, BDZ, and Barry Dahlberg, yes. one of our best buddies. Yeah. 
So they both suggested this. Sweet. Do Thanks, guys. Do you have guys. any shout-outs? I do. I wanted to give a shout-out to Sarah and Dave, who apparently just started listening to our show. And I got to meet at a housewarming party for someone last weekend, which was a little strange, having a complete stranger come up to you and say, oh, my God, it's so weird hearing the voice was, coming out of someone you know it was know, cute when she squealed when you said yeah. hi to her because she recognized your voice from the podcast it was so it was kind of surreal yeah that was very like, cool that very was cool. like the first brush with fans a fan yeah. yeah they were really fun to talk to though they they had a lot of knowledge about the paranormal and you can yeah. tell they're really interested in it so i hope that they're enjoying guys i hope you're enjoying the show and if you have any topics you want us to talk about let us know yep please drop us a line we're always looking for topic suggestions or feedback stuff we could do better you want to come on the show you want to come on the That'd show be great yes any of that stuff just yeah. please get in touch with us sounds good is so that it for our shout outs and so. housekeeping yeah Okay, today's topic is Mothman. Crazy. Very crazy stuff. What You know what I find interesting? And we'll have to go into what is Mothman because not everybody knows what this is yeah. and where and when it originated. But what I find so interesting about this is that when this happened originally, it was all over the news. It yeah. was in the newspapers. Yeah. It wasn't just yeah. like a word of mouth thing that happened. There were a bunch of eyewitnesses. No, there were a lot of eyewitnesses. Yeah. And it was just kind of a crazy situation. So do you have the history of like when the, yeah, the I first have, sighting? I have the history. Uh, okay, for the, you know, at the start of the Mothman story, we're going back to 1966, which is a ways back. You know, Beatles were big. Uh Steam engine was just invented. Oh. World War One was just ending. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I got a D in that in history. So yeah, I was gonna say. Is I that have no like idea. Poodle skirts or is but that the yeah, 50s? Poodle skirts. I'm not sure. Civil War. <laughs> I don't know. I think you might be a little. <laughs> but yeah, it started the the what people consider to be the first actual sighting was on November twelfth, nineteen sixty six, when five men were digging a grave in a cemetery in I believe it's called Clendenin, West Virginia. Why five people were doing it, I don't know. If yeah. it was like a rush job. It's a really big grave. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's really deep. I don't know. But Maybe were they were robbing it. No. It oh, was okay. They were actually actual digging it. So this diggers. isn't the bridge. This no, is, this oh, is before. prior to the this bridge. This is a year before. Oh, interesting. This is 1966. Okay. I'm learning something yep, This right is now, actually folks. considered the first sighting, although there had been sightings going way back in history, apparently. Okay. But this is the first one where people, at the start of what they call the Mothman. Okay. Uh, is they were these five men were digging a uh, grave in the cemetery in West Virginia when they saw what appeared to be a human-sized creature fly from a tree, swoop over their heads, and fly away. This is widely recorded as the first official sighting of Mothman. Okay. You know they didn't know what to make of it at the time. Did they see the eyes at all? No. Okay. They, they didn't mention really the eyes, just the fact that it was human-sized. It and was, that it was uh, flying. And it was flying. Interesting. Yeah. But so all five of them saw it yes. and they reported it? Yes. Okay. So then three days later is the big sighting. This is the one that everybody kind knows of about. knows. Yeah. yeah. The night of November 15th, 1966 in nearby Point Pleasant, West Virginia, which is kind of the hub of the Mothman stuff. Yeah. Don't they have yeah. like a Point. Yeah, they have a statue. They have a cool every statue. Year. They yeah, have a I've statue seen of that. Mothman. So the night of November 15th, two young couples... Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Mellett and Roger's cousin Lonnie were out driving. Okay. You know, he was pretty much the fifth wheel, I'm mm -hmm. guessing. They were out driving and they stopped at a local teen makeout spot. 
outside an abandoned <laughs> West Virginia <laughs> ordinance. Sorry. I don't know. I don't, that, that's what it was. It what was, was that's Roger's where, cousin doing that? I don't know. Maybe he was <laughs> videotaping it. I have no idea, but... It was just kind of weird that they were, but this, from what it sounds like, this spot that they went, it was the West Virginia Ordinance Works. Mm. It was an abandoned TNT factory. Maybe they were smoking some doobie. They might have been. Okay. It was 1966. It was the 60s. Yep. All right. You know, a little pop. I think pass. we're getting somewhere now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So they, this Kay. this was an abandoned TNT factory that a lot of the, like the teenagers hung out at. Okay. Which I don't know. That whole area was called uh, the TNT area the TNT. because it would had just tons of, you know, there were tunnels. There were little, I think they called them igloos, like little buildings where they were storing ammunition and TNT and all this stuff. Sounds like a great place to go smoke. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then, you know, these, the five, the two couples and their cousin, they went there and they pulled up to the gate and they noticed what attempted to be what seemed to be two glowing red eyes at standing at the gate looking at them. Okay. Um, they they couldn't figure out what it was, and then they saw that the eyes were moving closer to the car. They turned on the lights, and the passengers saw what appeared to be a seven foot tall creature with huge wings folded behind its back, oh which would freak anybody out. Yeah. Uh, Roger stepped on the gas backed out started going and the creature was fought and started following them they saw the creature fly and what they said was weird was that the creature had wings but when it went took off to fly it didn't flap its wings they said it just kind of rose off the ground really yeah which was weird that's strange that is very strange this reminds me of jeepers creepers do you think yeah. he's based off of <laughs> it the very well man? could be it very okay. well could be oh those movies so it did this levitation thing came off the yeah. ground and started flying after them and he you know, they started to panic. He was going at speeds up to and exceeding 100 miles an hour, and this thing was keeping wow. pace with the car. They said the creature never seemed to flap its wings. It just seemed to hover in the air and fly after the car. So another group of five people. No, this was the same five people. This was the two. But the grave diggers, there were yeah. five. Yeah. Okay. The grave diggers didn't. They said they just saw it fly out of the tree. I didn't really see anything about if it flapped its wings or anything mm. like that. They just said it flew out of the tree. That's interesting. I don't know. What, I'm making a correlation. With yeah. It probably but these people then. in the car okay. said it didn't flap its <clears throat> wings. It just seemed to hover. Okay. So it, it chased them 100 miles an hour. It chased them back to town. They drove back to town. As they approached the police department building, the creature disappeared. Uh, the frightened people went in and they told Deputy Millard Halstead what had happened. And Halstead maintained that he had known them all their life and that they weren't the kind of people to make stuff up or to lie about this stuff. He split them up, took them to different rooms, and everybody had the same story. Wow. So he didn't know what to make of it, so he followed them back to the factory. And when they got back to the factory, there was no trace of of anything. Hmm. Okay. So that same night... Uh, a man in town named Newell Partridge claimed that he saw the creature in a field near his house. He said that somehow the creature was affecting his television and was creating a buzzing sound and distorting the screen on his television. Okay. So he went out to a field and looked with his flashlight, and he shined the flashlight at the field, and he said there, were, there was a creature with red eyes hmm. staring back at him. He had his German Shepherd dog, and the German Shepherd dog went running after the creature. And he went back to the house, and he, that was the last he saw of his dog. He never no. saw. And what's weird is that the 
the couple that were at the TNT factory that saw him the first time said that they noticed that there was a dead dog on the side of the road. Really? So they don't know if that's possibly it's what it feeds off the of same dog. It could oh. have been the same dog that he carried with him Maybe. there. Maybe. They don't know. It's just that that was one of the things that the, the couples brought Common. up was that there was a dead dog, that they saw a dead dog on the road. Okay. And then the next night, um, a young woman named Marcella Bennett was visiting some friends that lived close to the TNT area. As she left their house and walked back to her car, she saw a large gray human-sized creature with giant wings and glowing red eyes. She fell to the ground, and I've seen different accounts of this. She had her infant daughter with her. Some say she fell on top of her daughter. Some say her daughter fell to her side. But uh, she said she was basically paralyzed with fear and couldn't move. Wow. And after a little bit, she shook it off. She got up. She went to the house, and they called the police, and the people in the house that she was friends with said that they saw the creature going from window to window, peering through the window into the house. Oh, that just gave me the willies. (laughs) (laughs) And when the the police got there, there was no sign of the creature. So these things are all happening kind of like within a week. These were all within two days. Oh, two days. Yeah, the first two, the guy with the dog, the couple, that was one night. And then the the girl, the lady, the girl with the infant daughter seeing it was the following night. And how far away is this from the grave diggers and the I'm not sure. people at the TNT? I'm not sure. The grave diggers was near nearby. Point Pleasant, yeah. but these other things all took place in Point Pleasant. It makes me wonder how much of those first couple of stories had already spread by word of mouth. That's what I don't know. Or I'm, I'm you know, sure. are all these people just separately reporting similar incidents? You know, yeah, but they all without you know, prior they, knowledge, yeah, because they all basically sound the same. Creature with wings, with red eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A human yeah, size. So th- those were two days, you know, within two days, within one day of each other. Okay. And then during that time, several people in the town also reported seeing mysterious lights in the sky. And as the month went on, more and more people would see things. Um, I wonder what the lights in the sky have to do with it. Is it like the we'll, eyes? We'll or? get into that with the theories. Okay. That's what some people... But there were a lot of correlations between lights in the sky and Mothman showing up. Hmm. Uh, you know, during the next few days, uh, two volunteer firemen claimed to see an enormous bird with large red eyes. And several people, st- uh, more people saw mysterious lights, called the police and all that. And these actually continued for the following year. Wow. That more and more people were seeing things. And uh, a, a big popu- a big part of the town's population saw things, and the town was starting to get freaked out because they felt they were under siege from something. Were there any were any of these people reporting tragedies happening after no. seeing it? No. Oh, okay. there was just there was weird. I couldn't really. Because isn't that like a yeah? A I couldn't. Some of the articles mentioned stuff, and some of the articles didn't, so okay. I couldn't really get a good grasp. Because it's but supposed there to be a really, bad omen. There weren't really tragedies, but there were things like some of the people that saw the Mothman said they started to get have problems with their eyes, mm. that they would have eye trouble, that they wouldn't be able to see things. Uh, there was a report that that uh, Marcella, the one with the infant daughter, that every after she saw the Mothman. At random times, her ear would start to bleed really badly, oh which gosh. is never a good thing. No. And people would say that they had nightmares. They were plagued by nightmares after seeing the Mothman and that they har- were harassed with phone calls. Wow. Yeah. And people, some people said that they had visions of future catastrophes. 
Hmm. But there was just so much. Like I said, some articles would mention that. Some articles didn't. How much so of you, it is embellishment? Yeah, so you don't yeah. really know what was embellishment and what was not. Yeah. But for this year, these people were seeing just crazy things. A lot of people reported seeing wow. this Mothman. I didn't know there were that many sightings back then. Yeah. Yeah, there were a lot. I couldn't find a lot of, you know, accounts. Every now and then it would say so-and-so reported seeing a large bird-like figure in their yard. Mm-hmm. But there weren't the, – the best accounts were the three that I, I said. Mm-hmm. You know, the couple, the guy with the dog, and the, inf- the girl with the infant daughter. Yeah. So those continued for about a year. You know, the town was getting freaked out because this all this stuff was Pleasant, happening. Right? Still Point Pleasant. Okay. And then on December 15th, 1967, there was a bridge in town called the Silver Bridge, which connected Point Pleasant with Galapolis, I believe, Ohio. And during rush hour on December 15th, the bridge collapsed, killing 46 people. And after the bridge collapsed, there were basically no more sightings of Mothman. Hmm. So that's when... I don't know, because John Keel wrote a book about, called The Mothman Prophecies. And he was the one, I think, that kind of correlated the Mothman with the bridge incident. Well, there are sightings of the Mothman on the bridge. Supposedly. I couldn't find any good accounts of that. Oh, there's photos, though. That's a different, that's a different bridge. Is it really? Yes. Really? Yeah. That's not that bridge. Okay. That was a, I believe that was a different bridge. Okay, because it's a black and white photo. It's definitely from like the 60s. I'll have to double check, but I don't think it was mm. that bridge, but I've seen that picture. Yeah, it's like perched up on like yeah, the... That picture's kind of sketchy. Well, sure. Yeah. But I think that picture was published in the newspapers. Like that's from that time. It might have been, but it's hard to It's really make grainy. Out, and, and it's hard to make out what it is. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, put it on the, we'll put it on our Facebook page. Yeah. So you can see what we're talking about. And... Uh, I can't remember if it was that bridge or not. I thought it was. I could look it up now, but we don't have the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a phone signal. Yeah, so uh, nobody come here and try to murder us. Yeah, no crazy no fans. No crazy help. fans. Please come here. <laughs> but if you want to be on the podcast. <laughs> if you want to be on the podcast us. first and then kill us, you know, go ahead. We, no, don't do no, that okay, either. Don't do that either. But we'll yeah, turn after, into a My Favorite Murder Story. <laughs> after after uh, the bridge collapsed, there were no more sightings. Of Mothman. In Point so, Pleasant. Yes. So I think John Keel was the one that associated the two with each other, that it was this tragedy mm. with the Mothman. And at that point, there were like three different ideas. You know, one idea was that the Mothman or Mothman or whatever was there was the cause for the bridge to collapse, that they caused that to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other theory is that they were warning people that that was going to happen. Right. And the third theory I read was that they were there to witness it happening. Like uh, the observers from Fringe, from the TV show Fringe, Mm. that would just be at moments in history where something, uh, like a catastrophe, and they would just be there to witness it Mm -hmm. themselves. Have you ever heard of the Dean Koontz series, Odd Thomas? I have, but I never read it. Oh, it's so good. And there, there are these things... Um, in the books called, I'm probably saying it wrong. It's how I pronounce it in my mind, <laughs> Bodox, but they come out only to odd Thomas can see them, but they come and they, they, they surround someone who's about to have some kind of tragic thing happen to really? them because they feed off of that negative energy. Yeah. And that, that was one of these things. One of these three theories is that they're there just to watch it, just mm-hmm. to witness it. 
And those are the three theories. The theory that most people seem to go with is that they are an omen, that if, if they show up, something bad something is going to happen in the near yeah. future. So ha- are there any reports of people actually being attacked by no, not not that I saw. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think I did either. A lot did you know there was a documentary on um, a group that was investigating, like in the Lacrosse area? No, uh, for Mothman. No, I've never seen. I looked for reports of uh, Mothman in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. but I didn't really find much of anything. This is in the um, Trum- Trumbolo, I think it's called area. There's like a mountain right along the Mississippi. And people have report. I've climbed that mountain actually. There, it's not really a mountain. I'm using air quotes. You didn't see Mothman. No, I didn't see Mothman. And of course, one of the theories is also that it's just a huge owl. Yeah, I'm going to get into that with okay. theories. Good. Yeah, that was. Uh, there's a couple, you know, different theories about what people have seen or what they haven't seen. Yeah. But there, there, that was like the last real good sighting i got was until un- now well yeah until <laughs> now until now but then there's uh, like i think it was in the mothman prophecies movie where they mentioned that there was that's with richard gear right yes. oh, it's been so long since I've i seen think it, they but. mentioned in the movie that there were sightings of mothman near chernobyl before it m- had its meltdown 9-11 yeah and 9-11 mm-hmm. but there's people that are putting it on the web on the internet that it actually happened and it apparently didn't happen that it was something just for the movie that they made up for the movie, but then people are taking it as fact. So, you know, there's people saying that it was at Chernobyl. It was at 9-11. They said they saw it fly yeah, out. Yeah, that's not in the movie. I was just throwing out there no, that I've seen that photos. No, they saw photos of it. Yeah, and they look, I mean, they could just be photoshopped. Uh, in 2007, but. there was a bridge in Minneapolis that collapsed, that I-35 bridge that collapsed that killed 13 people and injured 145. And mm-hmm. I guess after that happened, reports began to surface that people said they saw a large bird-like figure hmm. by the bridge. But that's all kind of after the fact, so you don't know. Right. You Somebody know, just know. making this up for sensationalism or whatever. So there's lots of rumors that this Mothman thing appears. There's a bug crawling on me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's a teeny <laughs> tiny <kill> Mothman. <laughs> I'm going to squash him and throw him away. Bye, Mothman. Bye, Mothman. But yeah, there was there's lots of reports of it supposedly showing up at tragic mm-hmm. historical events, but there's not a lot of good accounts right. that you can put a lot or of evidence. In, in evidence. There's really no evidence no. except for potentially photoshopped yeah. pictures. Well, there's that one picture. Um, I, I think it was like 2015 or 16. It was relatively recent where the guy said he has a good picture of Mothman taking off. And when you see the picture, you're kind of like, whoa, what is that? But then when somebody tells you that the picture looks like an owl that had just grabbed a snake and was taken off into the, the <laughs> air with a snake in its claws, you can kind of see that that's exactly yeah. what it looks like. Suggestibility. Yeah. That's why, you know, the, that's the same behind, you don't tell somebody what you think an EVP is saying yeah. before they listen to it, because yep. that's all they're going to hear then. But yeah, when you first see the picture, you're like, whoa. But then hmm. when you hear that explanation, you're like, yeah, that's kind of what it is. We'll, we'll have to post links to all yeah, this Yeah, and there's supposed photo, like you said, the photo on the bridge. There's like a photo of 9-11. Mm-hmm. None I've of it, seen uh, that None one. of it, I think, really looks... I mean, it it could be photoshopped. Yeah, none of it really looks very... Unless I took the photo myself, I'm not going to believe yeah. it. It's just how I am. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's an interesting theory, though. I mean, you know. It is. I just don't know. I don't know. What I do find, like I said, though, intriguing about this is because the the one around the bridge, that 
and the, I, I feel like that is the one where the photo was taken because I remember reading an article that had that photo, but how it was all over the news. It was in the newspapers. It was on TV. Like, it was a big deal. It wasn't That's why like, I, I feel like the stuff that happened in Point Pleasant was legit. I think yeah, something was something going, was something happening was happening there. there. But I feel, in my personal opinion, I kind of think that's where it ended until the stuff in the recent news because yeah. the stuff in the recent news is kind of crazy. Should we talk about that? Yeah, so if you want to go into the recent sightings in the Chicago. Yeah. So um on April so I'm just going to kind of skim over this. On April 7th, a witness came forward to report the sighting of a large 7-foot tall bat-like humanoid in the Lincoln Park neighborhood of Chicago. Um, which, of course, is the same description that you've given for almost every... Yeah, it's seven foot tall. It's always seven, seven foot tall. Unless it's an NBA player who's <laughs> like wearing a costume. Because I think seven feet is pretty average for those guys. Um, so th- people have been hearing about this sighting and have been coming forward with their own experiences. Approximately 15 sightings of this alleged Mothman have been reported in the Chicago area. And if you will post a link to this article because there's a map that you can click on that gives like a um, an overhead view of current sightings. And there were a lot of sightings. Yeah, I was map. really that surprised. Kinda, that really surprised me that there were that many. There were like 13 or I the last I read it was up to 15 sightings. Yeah, that's what it says here yep. is 15. So it says that according to some witnesses, it bears a resemblance to the famous Mothman of Point Pleasant, which we just talked about. But others have described it as being more bat-like in appearance. But it, I think some of those descriptions kind of went back and forth between, yeah. you know. Um, one re- researcher argues it's probably a large owl. And uh, the testimony concerning the appearance of the creature varies. One reoccurring theme seems to be consistent. The feeling of dread and doom that comes over the witnesses. Yes. And that's something I've read a lot yeah. about encounters. I mean, that is, there was that that came up in the Point Pleasant stuff, too, is that people just felt uneasy. Yeah. But again, that was some articles mentioned it, some didn't. So it's always hard to, to judge what's accurate or not. Um, so in the most recent incident on June 3rd, so we're talking like just a few weeks ago here, uh, a couple was in the Lincoln Park area around 10 o'clock. Um, that's Central Standard Time. The couple, who wishes to remain anonymous, of course, had just finished dinner, were out for a walk when they saw the strange being. It was seven to eight feet tall, solid black humanoid with wide membrane wings which reminds me, that's what makes me think of Jeepers Creepers because that thing yeah. had like, like yeah. those leathery, yep, the leathery wings, wings that you could see like the veins and stuff. Oh, creepy. Um, it said that resembled the wings of a huge bat. The wingspan was at least 12 feet, which is ridiculous. The head was prominent and thinner than a human head. Um, the back end of the body tapered to a point. No legs were noticed. Well, yeah. that's strange. Yeah, so it's like... strange. It's like a bat. <laughs> a lot of the of sightings that I read about said they thought the wingspan was about 10 feet, 10, 10 to 12 feet. feet so yeah. that fits in with that. I mean, that is really, really big. Yeah. Um, the figure was gliding quickly along the length of the street, heading east, which would be towards the lake, then suddenly ascended to the night sky. Neither heard any sound. Both witnesses told um, this Strickler, who is uh, with Mysterious Universe, one of my favorite podcasts, um, that they felt a sense of foreboding and were still terrified almost an hour after the encounter. So I think that's where this story originated was Mysterious Universe. If you guys wanted to go to their website and check it out, but we'll point uh, post a link. It's a good site. <clears throat> yeah, I love those guys. If you haven't listened to their podcast, they're from Australia and they're they're really really funny. 
but they're also really good interviewers. They really mm. they really dig into these topics and they do a good job. They're very knowledgeable. Uh, the second case is an earlier sighting, which occurred back in March on the 22nd. A local truck driver and Chicago local. Um, he was delivering a shipment when he noticed something strange in the air and it looked like a flying Batmobile. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's Batman. Uh, he said, I was sitting in my semi-trailer around noon. Noon. That's interesting. Although, that's not the only sighting that happened in the day, right? No, there were, there were a couple daylight sightings. I saw this object coming from Route 55 in Cicero. I saw it gliding and, same like the first story, gliding and not too fast. No sound. I saw that it was not a drone and the size of a large car. I suppose something that has the it's seven feet tall and wingspan of twelve yeah. feet. It could that would be about right then. Um, it climbed higher and turned twice. I can tell you that it glided just like a bird. It went almost straight up, and I lost it in the clouds. That's freaky. Um, Bance believes this is the the truck driver Billy Bance believes that this incident has affected his life. He said, "The more I speak of this, the worse my luck becomes." My mom died three weeks ago. I'm not sure what to think at this point. Uh, Bance, like many other people, reported seeing this strange flying humanoid over Chicago. Just want to know what's going on. So it says reports continued to come in over the months of April, May, and June. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they talk about this podcast, The Acrylic Ranch. Never heard of it. It's a fledgling paranormal podcast, so much we. like ours. <laughs> Went on on their own night investigations to try and catch footage of the monster while they did experience experienced some odd battery drains on their equipment Meh. nothing conclusive was found no um, i had i wrote down three sightings in chicago that i read uh, the one of the first ones i read was the people on the boat there were people on a boat somewhere i, I don't know if it was i'm assuming lake. it was lake michigan yeah. they, they were on a boat and they said they saw a flying creature that looked looked like a, a bat-sized person but then they said a second one joined the first one a bat-sized person yeah you know what i'm saying like <laughs> a, big... a person-sized bat <laughs> I'm picturing like a yeah. tiny little. <laughs> okay, you're right. Human you're right. See, now that would be cute. That would be adorable. <laughs> okay, you're right. Person-sized bat. There you go. And they said a second one joined, so there were actually two of, two them. of them flying around. Mm. Uh, they said it resembled to them either a gargoyle or mm. a human in a bat-like wingsuit. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of those seem all that plausible. No, no. <laughs> I'm going with Batman. I just feel like it's got to be Batman. <laughs> the, sec- the second one I read was actually by a police officer, which really gives that always adds some it. validity yeah. to it. Yeah, a police officer was out walking with his son when he saw a large humanoid figure with wings fly over a tennis court in a park and disappear behind the field house. Is this during the day again? Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. You always feel like this stuff's going to happen at night, so it's a little unnerving and when people are seeing And then this last one, stuff. I don't know if it's during the day or night, <laughs> but it's just said another father and son saw the same figure and said it screeched an unsettling sound like the brakes of a train. Oh. And a, I've read a couple accounts that it gives off this weird screech. Huh. And the screech can really freak a person out. Oh, yeah. Just hearing that screech. Well, it's... It's funny how one, you know, a couple of people say there's no sound at all, and other people say that, you know, yeah, they're hearing the screeching noise. Yeah. So I wonder what the, what, so what's the difference between those situations? There's just been a lot of sightings in Chicago, that's and that's freaking people there out because if this is something that is like an omen of something really bad that's going to happen, 
you know, that's right. uncomfortably close to us. So, yeah, it is a little close. It's <laughs> so, like, what, an hour? Well, from here, yeah, it's like yeah. two hours, something so like that. So we will keep an eye on this. Any more, anything else pops up in the news about this, we will yeah. discuss it in a future housekeeping. Yeah, if you live in Wisconsin and you've seen something like this, I want to know about yeah, that. Yeah, I would love for, so to hear about So I can stay really far away from that area. Yeah, the Chicago well, well, sightings are pretty crazy. But... Uh, at this point, you don't know if somebody is just trying to hop on the bandwagon. Sure. Say, yeah, I, oh, yeah, I saw you know, that. Drink a 12-pack of Schlitz and I saw something. Well, that's the problem with this day and age is that everything's on the Internet now. Yeah. And word travels yep. so fast. And, you know, it's not like back in the 60s where it was literally word of mouth. And the, the movie, The Mothman Prophecies with Richard Gere, I think that kind of influenced a lot of people, even sure. though that played pretty fast and loose with, you know, the history it was an it was interpretation a of what happened. One thing that was yeah. interesting in the movie that I didn't really touch on in here is, did you see the movie? Yeah, it was a long time There's ago. There's like that person or thing named Indrid Cold that calls him on the phone. Oh, yeah. Because the Indrid Cold thing came up a couple times in the Mothman stuff. Really? But it happened, it happened there, but it didn't really coincide with the Mothman stuff. Hmm. But I didn't want to bring it up in this because i would like to do a uh, an episode, episode on, on the grinning man Ooh. yeah yeah so because indrid cold fits in with the grinning man stuff and the grinning man kind of reminds me of the thing i saw in my bedroom when i was a kid oh the green thing the green thing we'll discuss that probably yeah. on a podcast that was <laughs> all these cliffhangers that was pretty, the, the, that was pretty creepy teasers. but that kind of reminds me of that oh you know okay. thinking sideways did a decent episode on the grinning man that's okay. the only episode of theirs that legitimately creeped me out but okay. when I listened to it, I was in the middle of walking through the woods on a really <laughs> foggy day. And it was like, Ugh. Well, that'll do it. Sesame Street would probably yeah. creep you out in that So situation. I'd like to do an episode on The Grinning Man. Yeah, it just sounds creepy. At some point. And that's where Indrid Cold will come in. But he kind of played a part in the movie. Okay. But the movie kind of shaped a lot of people's yeah, yeah. ideas of what the Mothman is. What's separating yeah. you know, myth from fact, if there is fact. But we'll I keep mean. an eye on the Chicago stuff because it's actually <laughs> really interesting. And I... You know, Barry, I think, is the one that brought up the Chicago sightings, but I didn't realize that there were that many mm -hmm. sightings. Well, and I'll have to look at the link on that documentary that I watched that what they were researching up in the lacrosse area. Yes. Yeah. I mean, actually, Chicago's closer than lacrosse, but still, that's our... I still our feel like the Point Pleasant things were legitimate, like mm -hmm. something was something going was on Something was happening. There. The Chicago one, there's a lot of stuff going on, so that really has piqued my interest. They are at a record high for, you know, violence and yeah. murders and shootings and Milwaukee's not too far behind, so. No, but something. <laughs> Mothman would have a field day here, too. Something's going on. <coughs> but now possible explanations. Okay. I'm ready. I have. Aliens. Eight. It's definitely aliens. aliens okay, you've got eight. Okay. Uh, explanation number one, and this one pops up all the time, is a bird called the Sandhill Crane. Oh, yes. Well, they're not that big, though. No, and that's what they showed uh, the couple. They mostly just have really long legs. Well, they said <laughs> that it has a long, It's a. it can be five feet tall. Yeah, it they have a red wide winged wingspan. Eyes. It oh, has sure. red winged eyes. Yep. And it has a, you know, a big wingspan. They're kind of beautiful, though. I would never <laughs> mistake I know, but they show, and it, uh, the thing is, it's not, they, they don't go to West Virginia. Okay. And people say maybe they're some. They're here. They're everywhere yeah, here. They said maybe some just happen to show up there, you know, road trip or something. I don't they know. They might have some bird, though, the yeah. equivalent of the Sandhill Crane. But they showed pictures of Sandhill Cranes to uh, the people that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, that Marcella and the couple that saw it at the TNT factory, and all of them said no. 
They said, number one, this thing has a long, skinny neck, and the, the Mothman they saw basically had no neck. It was just like a head on a torso. Mm-hmm. So they, they said no. They said that is not what we saw. Okay. And uh, that's I think that's someone who's scientific just yeah. grasping Yeah, and that goes straws. with the second explanation, the barn owl. That okay. seems to be the most popular Are explanation. Are big, though? I don't I, I mean, know. clearly I, they're not I, seven feet no. tall, but... I hate stuff like this because there's people just saying, oh, you just saw... You know, right. That'd be like if I thought I saw Bigfoot in the woods and somebody said, no, you just saw like a really pissed off beaver. It was beaver. a raccoon. Yeah, it was just a beaver. It's <laughs> a really mad raccoon. Really big raccoon. <laughs> so I think that's people just pish-poshing what they saw. Right. But barn owl, is seem, barn owl seems to be the one that comes up the most yeah, that's the one as I've far heard as the most. explanations. Yep. Because you know, they said eyes. it has red, you know, the yeah. red eyes reflected and reflecting light. It screeches. And yep. it has a long wingspan. Yep. But. They're not seven feet tall. But no. Though. And I think they showed owl pictures to the people that saw it in Point Pleasant, too. And they're like, no. And they were like, I've seen an owl that's an before. Owl. Yeah. <laughs> and owls, owls and sandhill cranes do not fly 100 miles an hour and chase a no, car. No. And they usually don't fly straight up into the no. air either. <laughs> no. Like into the clouds. So there's those two. Okay. And then there's the possibility that it's a hoax or a prank. Well, sure. Which I tend to think more that that's possible with the later sightings and not so much the Point Pleasant sightings mm-hmm. because at that time it was pretty new and I don't think, but I, I you know, these days somebody would be like, yeah, I'm going to put on this outfit and go out there and pretend to be Mothman. Yeah. You know, I don't really know if they would have done it in those days, but I just kind of feel like the Point Pleasant stuff <laughs> is legit. Well, and it's not, I mean, if it were somebody wearing a costume, how do they do the flying, you know? Yeah. A lot of these exactly. people saw it flying Fly. and I don't, yep. how would you fake that? Yeah. Unless it were like a kite or something. I don't and know. The fourth possible explanation is mass hallucinations. Hmm. And also, I never liked also that one. power suggestion where one, you know, the first couple or the people in the cemetery saw something and told people. Mm-hmm. And then people are just freaked out if they see something and assume that that's what they're seeing is the moth. Their man. mind just fills in the yes. blanks. So that's one possible. But I don't know. There's a lot of. Is that what mass hallucination is? I would. I the think mass hallucination or power of suggestion. Suggestibility, yeah. yeah. But yeah, okay. your mind filling in the blanks, thinking that you're hearing all this stuff about Mothman, and you see like a raccoon in your yard with <laughs> eyes glowing back at you, and you assume that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. You know. A teeny tiny Mothman. Yes. <laughs> or a human. <laughs> and explanation or theory number five is a mutated bird. Because of the TNT factory and the munitions and stuff being there, hmm. there's a lot of chemicals that seeped into the ground, and they said that area is just full of tunnels. Okay. And Who they knows what the heck is living down there? They suggested a mutated bird, but, okay. you know, like I think they said on the Thinking Sideways podcast, a mutated bird is more like a bird that gets cancer from this stuff, not a bird that grows seven, grows feet, seven tall. feet tall. Is it near a nuclear plant? Yeah, I mean, that's a little different. Yeah. Is it so, in, you know, Manitowoc, maybe? <laughs> it's a mutated bird. I don't know. Kiwani? I don't know if I buy that one. No. Theory number six, aliens. That's it. And they sure. said that ties in with the lights that people saw in yeah. the sky. And the interruption to electronics. And yeah, the electronics. And there were reports, but again, you got to take this with a grain of salt, of men in black sightings. Oh, really? Yeah. In Point Pleasant, after people would see the Mothman, there were reports, mm. like I said, with the harassing phone calls saying you didn't see anything. Or men in black coming there and convincing them to shut up about it and not tell anybody about it. Hmm. So some people are pretty certain that it was aliens, that the Mothmen were actually aliens. Don't know. It's not what I'm picturing of what an alien would look like, but I've never seen one. Yeah. 
no, but they said with the lights, it ties in with the strange lights in the sky. Yeah. But well, I, yeah, I can see that, you know. Theory number seven is one of the very recent theories, which actually, I don't know, I kind of like this one, is Green Berets. Really? Yes. As in the military uh, guys? As in the military. Okay. 2014, in the 2014 issue of Soldier of Fortune magazine, my subscription must have ran out in 2013 because <laughs> I didn't get that one. <laughs> the 2014 Soldier of Fortune magazine had an article stating that Army Special Operation Forces near Point Pleasant around that time were testing high-altitude, low-opening parachutes called halo parachutes, and that Green Berets were jumping from planes testing these, and they would be wearing paint that would glow in the dark in order for them <laughs> to be followed where they landed. Okay. So they say that that's why... There were reports of lights in the sky because they were jumping out of these planes. Sure. And that's what the men in black were, were the military saying, no, you didn't really see anything. Are there photos of what there this parachute looks like? There was a photo of what it looked like. Yes, there like? was. And it actually, I don't know. It was actually. Because if you think about people who do um, like base diving, yeah. they have those flaps yeah. that This look one like doesn't. Wings. This one was like a little okay. parachute over the guy. But I'll show you a picture after okay. after the podcast. That's the most plausible explanation, explanation I, I've I ever actually, heard. I actually find that very plausible. But, yeah. but also the glow-in-the-dark paint, why would the eyes be red? Yeah. And why would they have chased the car at 100 miles an hour? Yeah. I mean, I could see it jumping out of the sky and startling someone, but how could yeah. it fly but next to and uh, shoot up into the, the air? The article that I read this said this could account for some of the sightings yeah. where it lands in somebody's yard. Right. You know, and, and they don't know what to make of it. Flies out of the trees. Not flies out of the t- trees, but just like one of the ones where they see a mothman standing in their yard. It could have been one of these green berets. <laughs> sure. You know? I feel like you'd know if it were like a face, though. I know. So I would. Some kind too, of weird but at this point, or... if it's going around that there's this thing called the Mothman, you're yeah. going to freak out and not... Yeah, that's You're just going to assume that it's the Mothman. Yeah, you're not going to stand there asking questions. No, but that's actually a really recent theory, and I kind of... I kind of like it. I do kind of like that one, too, that it was actually Green Berets testing hmm. out parachute equipment. Okay. So, I don't know. And theory number eight, that it's an otherworldly creature. That it's the Mothman. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the Mothman. It's just the Mothman. <laughs> hmm... I feel like the Green Berets are the most plausible. I do, too. Or ancient aliens. I do, too. And the thing is, uh, (laughs) big disclaimer here, I am not one for cryptid stuff. Bigfoot stuff, Mm. like that stuff. I I love Bigfoot. I I don't. I don't. I'm I'm a huge skeptic when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I'm a healthy skeptic. I think after reading some of the stuff about what happened in Point Pleasant, I think something was going on there. Mm Mm-hmm. Too many reports close together that were so similar. But it doesn't make sense that it disappeared, that there were no more sightings after this. You know, where if it was something like Bigfoot, you would think it would turn up there over the years Mm -hmm. all the time. Right. So I don't know. I think there's something to this. I don't know which of those theories I really... I don't really subscribe to the the owl or the sandhill crane. I think. But the parachute one kind of makes sense. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think that could account for a percentage of the sightings. You know I don't think it would necessarily be every. I think the first sighting with the kids, with the the couple, I think that's legit. I think something. I think they saw something weird. I really yeah. do think there was something there. I think that the um, the green berets actually could link to the screeching 
because have you ever heard a radio like no that's very true i didn't even think of that that's very um, true any like experimental equipment they had could have messed with other people uh, someone's tv reception yeah i mean that kind of ties into the those end of, the end of the test just coincided with the bridge accidentally collapsing hmm. so people you know tied it yeah with, so the, the green beret one is actually i think really plausible i think so too who knows what kind of technology I'll, they were playing we'll with We'll post that the time. link to that article on our Facebook page, too. Yeah, I want to see because the picture I thought, of this parachute. I thought that was pretty interesting. Hmm. So I I don't know. I think that the, the couple with their cousin saw something. Mm-hmm. You know, it followed them. It chased them at 100 miles an hour back to the, the police station. The deputy said he knew them, that they wouldn't lie about this. Everybody corroborated their story. Yeah. So I think something happened there. What else could it have been? I don't know. But I feel... Like those three that I talked about with the guy with his dog, with the TV, mm-hmm. the the young woman with her infant daughter, where they saw it peering through the windows of the house, which is super creepy. Every time you say that, you get the chills. <laughs> I know. And the one with the couple with the TNT factory. I think those are Mothman sightings. I think something was there. Yeah. The stuff after it, I don't know. Yeah. Because those three all had, you know, um, characteristics about the experiences that don't really. Yeah play out any other explanation so i think those were actual something and the rest i don't know i don't think that it showed up near 9-11 or chernobyl or any of those things i think or at least we haven't seen evidence that's but i think that people after the fact will say yeah i saw this bad thing there Mm mm-hmm you know, and now with drones, you can make a drone look like something. It's Absolutely, just uh, yeah. these days I would take anything with a grain of salt. But these yeah. Chicago sightings are pretty interesting mm-hmm. because there's been so many of them. But then you also got to wonder how many of those are feeding off each other and right. somebody wanting their, jump on their 15 minutes of fame saying, yeah, I'm yeah. going to go in there and say that. There was one account I read where this girl t- talked about how she saw it after watching that show with the Kardashians. But then she went into like way too much detail on what was going on in the episode of Kardashians <laughs> that she watched. I was like, really? <laughs> oh, so and less about Mothman. Yeah. <laughs> no, something funny. catastrophic happens in Chicago within the next year. Mm-hmm. Then we'll see what I yeah. think after that. Right. But people there are pretty freaked out about this. Well, I don't want to see one. No, I don't really want to see one either. But if you're listening, strangers, and you've seen one, or you know someone who's seen one, tell us about it. I or if you know. have any theories that we didn't mention, yeah, or any ideas you have at all, please let us know. Yeah, and this we is a will good one. Bring that up in a future episode. Yeah, I like this topic. I do too. I, I think it's because I'm I am like you. I'm really on the fence about. Yeah, is this is this another a topic thing? that I went into. Like, no, I don't. And then know. you started. And then reading once I started reading it, it was like, wow. Maybe but I'll that's just the first. The first couple. Maybe instances. you'll change your mind about Bigfoot once we start getting in. <sighs> no, I don't. No, no Bigfoot. <laughs> we'll do an episode we about him. We have to because yeah. I'm a big fan. We'll do an episode about him, but I just don't buy that there is a creature that existed for this long that we haven't found. There's a, no evidence. There's of no it. body. There's no. No biological evidence. No, yeah. no big pile of Bigfoot poop that people found. Yeah. Nothing. I just don't. I don't know. I mean, I've seen some pretty crazy pictures and. And videos. What freaks me out are the vocalizations that people yeah. have recorded. There's some really creepy stuff. Yeah. But is that thunder? That might be thunder. Oh. Mm. 
scary creepy <laughs> in an old school in during old a thunderstorm <laughs> where we hear noises all the time which yeah. are really weird we do we're, we'll do some investigating guys and let you know if there's anything in this building with us but I don't know. We've, we've heard, heard some, some weird we've noises. heard some weird things while we're in here just yeah. alone recording stuff yeah so yeah on that on that on note that creepy note let us know what you think of mothman if you have any ideas about what it is or what it wants did you see that little stuffed Mothman I put on the Facebook page? Yeah. He's so cute. <laughs> I kind of want that. If only he looked like that in real life. I know. Or a tiny little human-sized bat. He's not. Or a tiny little <laughs> bat-sized <laughs> human. You I know, I said it wrong. a little bat-sized human look like Tinkerbell. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so cute. on that note, thank you for listening. Get yep. back to us, please, mm-hmm. with any feedback. The easiest place to reach us is on our Facebook page mm-hmm. or our email account, uh, thestrangesessions at gmail.com. Or a lot of people have actually been leaving comments on our YouTube, on our underneath our episodes. Oh, really? Yeah, which is awesome too. I've never. You know, even my buddy looked. Shane leaves a lot of comments. I should go and look there. Th- let's us know what he thinks. I didn't know anybody was doing that on YouTube. Thanks, guys. I'm gonna yes. go read those. Yes. That's exciting. And we're gradually I just always look getting at the more fans page. here and there. Nice. Fun. So, any word on when we're gonna get? on itunes rss feed i will talk to my old school media compadres and we'll we'll get that squared away even old school joe and media i can probably up. yeah the, yeah old school media this uh this here podcast you're listening to the strange sessions is an old school media production along with paranormal palaver i know some of our listeners also listen to paranormal palaver um there's a, another one called friday nights with jeff and joe not paranormal in nature but kind of fun to listen to and a few others that are in the works so we might release our own other one where Krista and I, when we're getting our re- our equipment ready, we're basically recording us eating beef jerky. <laughs> it's us eating beef jerky and, and talking Oreos. about how good it is and going, oh, this is so good. So maybe we'll release. And, and oh, I'm so tired. Yeah, we'll release that. That'll Super be the bonus. That'll be the paid content. Yeah. You got to pay to. Yeah, that's Patreon material for yeah. sure. You Deep gotta, cuts. You got to pay to hear us eat and bitch about how tired. Tender and, bites. <laughs> how tired and sore we are. <laughs> and cranky and how this is going to be a really exciting podcast. <laughs> but hopefully it turned out pretty good. I think it turned I, out pretty good. Did, yeah. I think this is a really interesting topic. And I went from, this is another one of these ones we did where I went from not really being Just that into eh it to reading it. more and more about it and thinking that there's something there. Hmm. So I don't know. Maybe Let we'll us. be converting a listener too. We'll see. I hope so. Yeah. I always like converting. But let us know what you think of this. Yeah. And get ready for episode six. What are we going to do in the next episode? I don't know. Okay. If you guys have um, we know any at some suggestions, that We talked great. about uh, shadow people with Brittany yeah. and Devin. And I have a list here of the first time we met. We wanted to talk about the suicide force, Mandela effect, black eyed kids, um, missing Maura Murray. We have to get to talk about that topic because I love that, that topic. Serial killers, Bigfoot. Phone calls, ghosts. Missing four one one. We want to do missing four one one. Missing four one one is pretty crazy. Yeah. So, I don't know if any of those topics spurs your or sparks your imagination or your interest. Let us know. Let us know as soon as you can. If not, we will pick some topic for the You'll next episode. You'll just get what you get. Yeah, you're gonna, <laughs> <and> you're gonna <laughs> like it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, until next time, thank you for listening. And stay stay strange. strange.